focus more on anxiety, which I think is really the absence of peace. So we all pretty know, pretty much know what anxiety is, um, you know, feeling uh, worried or nervous or um, uneasy about something like the way I'm feeling right now. <laughs> I'm super anxious right now. I really don't like talking in front of people. Um, but, so who has ever felt anxious before? Yeah, like literally everyone. <laughs> it's so common, especially in our culture, in our society. Um, anxiety is just at an all-time high. Um, there's many factors that contribute to anxiety, like social media, comparison, the state of our world right now. There's just a lot of things. And so many people feel really anxious. Um, so who has ever heard the phrase, don't be anxious? Yeah, hopefully a lot of you, it's in the Bible, so I hope that you would also, if you haven't heard it, you'd read it. Um, and who thinks that that phrase is super helpful when they're feeling anxious? Yeah, no one. It's not helpful. <laughs> if, so, if you're feeling really anxious and really nervous about something, and someone comes up to you and they say, don't be anxious, does that help? No, it doesn't. It really doesn't. However, it's in the Bible, so it's in there for a reason. So I think it's really important um, when, we, when we're reading this, a lot of people take it out of context and just say, don't be anxious and just stop there. So I really want to dive into Philippians 4, um, 6 through 9. And so it says, do not be anxious about anything. And if we stop right there, um, it's a lot of people just stop right there and it's not helpful. But we're going to have anxious thoughts. There's going to be things that are making, that make us anxious, feel nervous or whatever, um, and we don't necessarily control those anxious thoughts, things that pop into our mind. You, you really don't have control over those initial thoughts. Um, and those thoughts that pop in your head, those aren't bad, but it's when we dwell on them. That's when we get into trouble. And so we don't always have control over those thoughts. However, 2 Corinthians 10.5 says we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. So when those thoughts arise, what are we doing with them? Are we taking them captive or are we just letting them um, consume our thoughts and turning it into anxiety? And it's not, um, it's not super easy to actually do that. We say, okay, take every thought captive, but how do, we, how do we actually do that? Well, the word tells us how we can do that. So it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And so supplication is the action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. So we have to take an active role in our life. I feel like a lot of times, for me, I just kind of let things happen to me, and I don't take an active role in that. But when those anxious thoughts come, we pray, we ask God with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is so important. We've talked a lot about lamenting, and it's so important to just be real with God, to lament to um, tell him what's going on, to ask for things in his name, but we can't leave that Thanksgiving part out of it. Um, Thanksgiving just completely changes our attitude. I am naturally a pessimistic person. I see the bad things, and I, I immediately go to the bad things, but when I am active and I choose to be thankful about things, it just completely changes my outlook on life, completely changes my attitude, and it is just so important because God is so faithful, and he's so good, and he's done so many good things things. Um, so we, we need to be real with him and express to him what is going on, but we also need to have that thankful attitude. And this is not about works. It's not, okay, what can I do to just get all of this away and to just have peace? But it is taking control and doing something and not just, not just letting things happen.
So let's go back to scripture. It says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So there's the peace right there. When we do those things, that's when we can um, receive his peace. So here are some more practical things if you are living a more anxious lifestyle. Um, this might kind of sound like I'm contradicting myself, but I'm not. Um, some, something that my counselor taught me to do um, when I am feeling super anxious and really overwhelmed about a certain thing is to follow that thought. Instead of just pushing it away, follow it and see what the actual outcome of it could be. So an example of this, um, when Justice and I uh, had just gotten married, I was still in college, um, and I was just very, very anxious about getting pregnant. I did not want to get pregnant. Um, I was terrified. I thought it was the worst thing that could ever happen. And I was expressing this to my counselor. And she said, what's the worst thing that could happen if you got pregnant? And I thought, well, I would be pregnant in college as a married woman. Isn't that awful? And she said, no, what's the worst thing that could happen? So I just kept going. I thought, well, if I get pregnant, I probably wouldn't graduate college. And she said, what would happen if you didn't graduate college? Well, if I don't graduate college, I won't get a job. She said, okay, what would happen if you, wouldn't, if you don't get a job? I'd live in a box. And she said, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't live in a box. The worst thing that would happen if you got pregnant in college would be you would have a beautiful baby. And I said, okay, yeah, you're right. And guess what happened? I got pregnant in college like a month later. And I was terrified. But the Lord was so faithful. And I graduated college early. And I have a beautiful baby. She makes some weird faces sometimes, but she's pretty cute. <laughs> so we're very thankful for her. And it all comes back to where are you putting your trust in? Are you putting your trust in your own spiraling thoughts? Or are you putting your trust in the Lord? And that comes back to relationship. We can't put our trust in something if we don't have a relationship there. And so we have to have that relationship with the Lord. And he is so faithful and he is so good. And it also comes back, we have to remind ourselves constantly. Because if you guys are anything like me, I always jump to the worst conclusion and I forget about all the times that God has seen me through things. But he is so faithful and he is so good. Uh, and he wants to be in relationship with us. Um, so I'm going to kind of pause for a second and make a disclaimer. Um, so mental health is a really heavy topic. And I'm kind of talking about a little bit more of the practical, lighthearted things about it. However, mental health is real. Trauma is very real. Anxiety disorder, that's very real. Depression is very real. And other mental health disorders, those are very, very real. And they are serious. So if anyone is, is dealing with any of those things, please get help. We talk a lot about um, bringing light to the darkness, and that is definitely something that you need to bring light to the darkness. If that's talking to a friend, talking to a parent, a teacher, me or Justice, we would love to talk with you anytime. Um, however, there is a time when professional help is needed. There's times when um, you need to seek counseling, you need to seek medication. Um, there's just different things that need to happen, and there's no shame in that. Um, the enemy tries to make us feel so shameful. I feel like especially with mental health, because it's the mind and he loves to twist things, um, but there really is no shame in that. Um, and it's not saying like, well, we can't help you. It's saying there are people who are trained to, to help you. And when you're seeking help, it is so important 
to also remember to have a relationship with the Lord and to listen to the Holy Spirit because there are people um, in the mental health field that are not helpful. And I am so, so, so sorry if there's anyone in here who has been hurt by someone in the mental health profession um, because there are some very bad counselors, psychiatrists, and doctors out there who um, abuse people through their practice. And I am so sorry, and there's no excuse for anything like that. But there are good, godly people who want to help you and will help you. So that's just my little disclaimer. And if you guys have any questions about any anything about that, please come and talk to me if you just want to talk about any of that. I would love to talk to you about that. Okay, so moving into a little bit of, of my story, I have dealt with um, anxiety, depression, panic attacks, anxiety attacks, all of those things ever since I was 10 years old. Um, and it's just been a, a really, really long struggle. And I didn't tell anyone about it. I didn't want to seek help or anything. I knew that counseling was good and all of those things, but like not for me. None of that stuff is for me until I was in college. And so I dealt with that for a really, really long time, uh, panic attacks all the time, and it was just really rough. But then I, I got help, um, and I still struggle, but the Lord is so good, and um, I am doing so much better. Um, and I haven't had an anxiety or panic attack in a really long time. However, the fear still comes, and the anxiety still comes. But the way I deal with it is so much different now. So fear is definitely um, one of the biggest things that I struggle with. Um, and I've had nightmares for a really long time. And a couple nights ago, I had a nightmare. And it was there was just some really gruesome, awful stuff. And so I woke up in a panic. Um, and that's I started to have a panic attack. And, but I, I was able to, to pick up on the signals of what my body was physically doing. And like my heart started beating faster, I couldn't breathe, everything was spinning, and I was able to stop in that moment, and I was able to pray. And the awful pictures from my dream came back, and I prayed scripture over it. And I prayed, um, there's no fear in love, and perfect love casts out fear. And I was just praying perfect love over that situation. I was singing worship songs, um, actively coming against that fear and I was confused through it all because as a whole when I look at when I think about that dream it wasn't that scary but I was able to pinpoint and pull out things in my dream that that triggered me that caused so much fear and I was able to speak to those individual things and um and just again actively coming against that but it wasn't like a one and done thing I wasn't just like Jesus, help me, and then it just went away. I had to continue to come against it. And um, I was doing all of those things, praying, reading scripture, singing, like over and over and over again until I was finally able to, able to fall asleep. And you know what happened the next night? The pictures came back. And I had to do that over and over and over again. And the next night, they came back. And then the next night, they came back, but it didn't affect me. It was a constant, continuous thing that I had to continue to work on. Um, and who knows, like in a couple weeks, the pictures could come back and it could affect me and I could fall back. However, I'm going to continue to seek to come against that and, and, and call on the Lord and work through that. It's a gradual process, but it, it does get easier. <clears throat> so I want to go back to the scripture. Um, in verse 8, it says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. 
So we need to change our thinking. That's something that I had to do. I had to change um, what I was consuming. I used to really like crime shows, and I can't watch any crime shows. I can't watch anything suspenseful. Justice loves suspenseful stuff, but we watch, like, Disney Plus all the time. <laughs> like, I just, I, it's not a sin to watch those things. I just know that I can't handle those things, and those things trigger me. Even if I like them, they will triggle, trigger me, triggle, they will trigger me later on in the night or in a couple days or whatever. So I had to change what I was putting in. And I listen to I listen to worship music. The songs that are stuck in my head now, it's Christian music. It's worship music. Whereas before, it, it wasn't like scary stuff, but it wasn't good, uplifting things that were stuck in my head. And that's just what's going on. Even if you're you're just in a store, you don't listen to non-Christian music. You go shopping and you hear songs that are not good. And those songs can just get stuck in your head, and it changes your thinking. If you're at a friend's house and a show's on, those shows, they can just change your thinking. And the pictures and the things that come into your mind, your mind is a battlefield. And there's so many things that the enemy uses in your mind that he can just twist. But when you are pouring in more of the Holy Spirit, more of the things of God, of his nature, his character, whatever is whatever's honorable, pure, lovely, just, excellent, commendable, praiseworthy, those things... That's what will come. That will be your default to where now if your default is anxiety when you're working on it and you're continuing to seek a relationship with the Lord, to pray, to, to come with supplication, and to come have an attitude of thankfulness, it changes to where your default is peace instead of anxiety. And there's still going to be time that it's hard. But this um, verse 9 says, what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. We don't have to practice things that we're naturally good at. We're not naturally good at having peace. Our default is anxiety. So we have to practice these things. Um, and it's, it's not easy. It's really not. And it's a continuous, gradual process. There are some people that um, anxiety is really not their thing. Like, they don't struggle with anxiety, but there's different things that we all struggle with. And a lot of them start in your mind. And so we have to change our thinking, and we have to come against that. And it can seem really scary, but guess what? He's with you. He's for you, and he is with you. And he wants you to have peace. He's given you, he's already given you his peace. Thank you.